Uh, Joe, um, compulsive overeater, uh, 260 pounder, uh, which means I'm currently enjoying 260 pound, over 260 pound weight loss from my, my max weight. Um, this past week celebrating, uh, over two years of food sobriety and abstinence, continuous abstinence. Um, and, uh, and that's out of over five years, uh, or coming up on five years in program. Um, I have a few notes, a few things that I wanted to, to, you know, that kind of, kind of came together as like messages from the universe to, for me that I can, that I can share, um, that would benefit. And I like, uh, to look at the, uh, the kind of the composition of the room and, and try and speak to the listening that might be out there. And I, I do see a, uh, diverse cross-section of experience. I love that this meeting is hybrid, uh, because it's, uh, doing its best to be available to everyone. I want to thank Andy G. Uh, for inviting me to speak. And I want to thank Terry uh, for your leadership and re taking responsibility for the hybrid meeting um, and for leading the, um, the, the opening. I got to tell you, I was not present and I'll, I'll make this as an amends to the meeting. I was not present to like the details on, on this one. I'm, I'm, I, I even Terry had to call me about five minutes before the meeting to make sure that I, that I was sharp enough to, uh, it's because this past couple of weeks have been really stressful. Um, and this is, this is ironically, this is the meeting I needed, uh, yesterday, uh, to be, to be, to be a, a, a guest of rather than, uh, than, than a leader. So I'll, I will talk a little bit about how I, uh, dealt with my impulses around, um, body image and, uh, anger and the perfect storm that resulted in me wanting to throw a chair, like the one I'm sitting on through the glass, uh, through the mirrored wall over there. Uh, and just just not need, just needing the entirety of the world to go away and for everything to just change for like 30 seconds and and me want, and like want, needing to vent the anger. Um, I didn't, obviously, uh, gratefully, did not destroy anything uh, or, uh, you know, did, did not make anything worse. Uh, I feel like uh, those anger outbursts remind me of what my, my first uh, real sponsor in, in this program told me, uh, he said about eating. He's like, if I have a problem and I eat, well, then I've got two problems. Mm -hmm. So by that same kind of rationale, it's like, if I have a problem and, uh, and I lash out in anger over it, well, now I invariably have at least two problems because, because the lashing out costs me more. Uh, and so I am actively looking for, for spiritual paths to exercise my exorcise, get it out of me, maybe even exercise, but we'll, we'll see about that, uh, my anger. So I'm going to take a moment and um, <clears throat> I'm comfortable using uh, the God word, uh, G-D is how I spell it. Um, I, don't, uh, I don't expect or need anyone on the face of the earth to use the same higher power or, or even um, to actually worship something that is higher, right? Like for me, my, my early higher powers were like the cosmos, the will of heaven, the tides, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, Haley's comic, like you know, planetary gravitation. These are things that are very clearly beyond my power. Now, why Haley's comic gives up about like what I'm going to eat today is a hard sell, right? I'm a very logical guy. I was raised very thoughtfully. The idea, the idea that like <clears throat> this inanimate object hurling through space that is far more powerful than I am cares. I, I, no, I don't know. There was, there was a TV show that talked about like the moon as if it was a conscious, like a being. All right, and uh, I'm from a I, I do practice a religion that um, does kind of worship the moon, and there was evening and there was morning and all that, and so the idea that the moon's up there and like cares about what we're doing is kind of an interesting thought, but that's like that's all of of God, you know, like 
Like, you know, what if God is that part of us that just, um, you know, wants to choose to be loved, you know? And, uh, and then they're just, you know, what if the, my, the religion I was born into and written and, you know, not really very well raised, but kind of educationally well raised into is just clues to me from the universe as to some of the practices that actually might make my life more meaningful and, and, and fulfilled, you know, me, Joe, right. Joe K like, that's not going to be, the, you know, it might not be the same path for anyone else, but, but it all comes back. Um, I also have studied uh, Kabbalah and, and, and the light and talking about, um, you know, the universe and like what it, what it wants for me. And I, and I'm pretty clear that no matter what my higher power is, if my, if I thought my higher power wanted me to hurt myself with food or with behaviors, um, I would fire that higher power. In fact, I did when I thought my, when, and, and then there's the like the bizarre, like when I'm contradictory, right? When I'm, um, and I'm going to speak to a little bit uh, in, uh, today about um, people, uh, when you've got a, a, a substantial amount of recovery and like doing this for, for a period of time, having some results and feeling good about how it's going, and then being like, I was just, you know, kind of resigned to this is the amount of work that it's going to take. And I can do it and I'll get results. Thank you. Uh, that, I think that was five. Um, <clears throat> passed. Uh, that I'm getting results and it's like, okay, wait. Then it stops working. Then it's like, then something shifts or then like a behavior, a, a standard or a behavior like, oh, instead of four meetings a week, I wind up only in three meetings in this fellowship because of my other fellowship or whatever else. Or like because of a holiday or a family celebration or a work commitment, I missed one of my regular meetings. You know, like that shifts. And it's like, oh no, all of a sudden through no like active fault of my own, I'm doing less recovery. And now I have to find like, and it was, and it was doable. It was just doable then. And now it's like, and then it, it, it just, it's more. And I am very aware that uh, my sponsor has over 11 years, maybe I think it's 12 or 13 now uh, of continuous abstinence and food sobriety. Um, and uh, his sponsor's got over 22 years. And, and I, I needed to find in this fellowship, I was, I got into programming in Los Angeles. I needed to find the people, there were 50 meetings a week in the city of Los Angeles, could not find a sponsor who had the recovery I wanted who was available, had to go to San Fernando Valley, had to find another 40 meetings a week, like 20 minutes over the hill. And I hope you guys, you're, you're, you San Gabriel can, can appreciate that. Right. Yeah. Uh, that, that had to find another 40 meetings to find someone who had the recovery I want because the recovery I want having weighed maxed out over 500 pounds is I want guys who are down hundred, 150, 200 pounds or more, and who have been keeping it off for five, 10 or 20 years or more. And it is, it is a, a smaller or more rarefied subsection of the fellows that you'll get in, in this program, um, who are even trying, who are like even engaged in this, in, in like the enough of the path to, to, to be moving towards that, or have been burdened with that. And they'll know what it's like to, to be down 200 pounds and, and, and not, and like, you can't argue with the scale. Like I am a walking miracle of this program and it is hard to feel like it some days, mm -hmm. right? Physically, I'm sitting here, I'm less than half the human being I used to be less than five years ago or about five years ago. It's it, it, mind boggling, right? And, and at the same time, it, it, it went, went with feelings of enoughness, feelings of body image. Um, I, um, I have loose skin and I can feel the grain of the fat under the skin. And it's something, and I'm going to do it right now, that I have to hold myself. And, and you know, one of my affirmations is I love my, I love and accept my body as it is. Um, and, and the irony of that is, is like, if I hate the loose skin and being able to feel the grain of the fat under the skin, then how do I tell the universe I want more of that? Because for me to get to a healthy body weight, it's going to be more loose skin. 
it's going to be more feeling the grain of the fat under the skin. It's going to be available to me. And so how am I going to pray to the universe or ask, uh, ask, you know, the spirit or work hard or work harder than I did yesterday to get this thing that actually like hurts me unless I transform, like do something to change my relationship with it. So I, um, I used to, uh, uh self-harm. I used to squeeze the grain of fat, um, because of my anger and, and, um, the pain around the wreckage of my past, my, my body being the wreckage of part of the wreckage of my past and my compulsive reading. And I would, would, would to also impart to feel alive and to like prove how tough I am that I can handle the pain, but I would squeeze the grain of the fat under the skin to the extent that I would break blood vessels and give myself black and blues. And I'm looking up now and I'm like, I haven't done that in close to two years. And, um, and I, and the thoughts of it come less often. Um, and I am, I am grateful for that. Um, I'm going to, going to do a little jump around a little bit. Um, I grabbed, um, some notes like at my dad, from my desk, from, uh, other meetings I'd attended recently things that resonated with me that I'm trying to like incorporate or just like spiritual practices and things that I like have in my space. So we'll start with sometimes the answer is, is just, this is, this one is just a little post-it that says, uh, God, I'm listening, right? Like if you have a God box, if you don't have get a God box, have some place where, Messages, and it, I don't call it a God box if God doesn't work for you. Don't call it anything that anyone else tells you you have to call it because I think that's bullshit. But like, especially because uh, in Bill's story in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, he it, it, there's a very clear line. Like the pe people who are trying to get Bill sober, his friend Abby was was like, um, he was a, 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 of, a, of a specific religion and he was trying to push like observance into that religion. And at one point, Bill's like, no, I can't. And, and, and his friends just like, well, why don't you go up with your own concept of God? And I was like, and that's the moment where like AA and like 12 steps, 12 steps, where this whole thing is no longer religious. It's no longer that one religion. And that's all it took, took for me in Bill's story. So if you're struggling with the, uh, with the capital G God idea, um, that's a good place to start is Bill, is Bill's story. Um, and so, and, and so it doesn't have to be that. I, I actually, um, I'm, I've even been thinking about writing this in a book. Um, thank you. Uh, thank you, Shelby. Um, I've been thinking about this as a, um, a book. If, if we look at the universe in, in a yin-yang or, or like all of existence comes down to two things. It comes down to either the, to the things that we look at that consistently uphold the odds. Uh, science, mathematics, engineering, physics, statistics, where the way things have performed before is a good indicator of how it's going to go in the future, right? And then we can define all of the rest of existence as, as not that, right? All the things that consistently defy the odds. Like, what if spirituality, what if the, like, the whole name of the game here is faith, right? Is hope. And it doesn't have to be hope in anything like uh, in particular, right? When I, when I, there's a, a fellow here in Florida who's fond of saying like, um, I had a choice. I was either going to turn my will and my life over to, to, to my higher power, or I was going to turn my will and my life over to Sarah Lee. And, and, and the idea, it's because he's, he, he, you know, like I, either I'm going to say food can solve all my problems, except it, it was actually like, it was, it, food was my best solution in, in my life, dealing with my anxiety, dealing with shame, dealing with anger, dealing with guilt. My, my, one of my best, uh, most useful solutions was food. The problem is it had a, a just a huge downside. Right. If I'm honest about it, like I became there would there may have been a time where I could have like put down the X, Y, Z and didn't. And I had I met fellows. I met people 15 years, 20 years before I got into program. I met people in program. Right. Who are like, hey. And like and I looked at what they ate and like and their enthusiasm for life or whatever it was. And it just did not seem doable. And I or 
conversely, I had just not experienced enough pain to be willing to, to surrender and try something else. Um, I talk about food sobriety. For me, food sobriety is knowing what's good for me and being able to choose it and knowing what's not good for me. And being able to not choose it. And, and uh, that works better with a fellow or my sponsor because that person doesn't have an emotional investment in what I'm eating. I absolutely am emotionally invested. I would like to believe, I would like to say that I'm not, but no, I take a great deal of I am emotionally invested that I'm looking for clues from my higher power as to A, what should I eat? And B, uh, and then and then running it by somebody else to be sure that it's not just my addict sliding in there in my higher powers voice, because it does that. Uh, but uh, but making sure that like um, that it's good for me and and that and that I'm gonna enjoy it uh, appropriately, that I'm not, you know, um, and it's and part of it is about healthy boundaries. Part of it is about knowing that I'm eating enough for myself because I will obsess over, did I restrict? Did I undereat? Because I will then, because because I will then, and I and I have my my religion, they ask you to fast. And I don't because I've never broken a fast without binging. So I don't do that. Um, I'm going to try and try and ground it. In. So God, I'm listening is the kind of simplest uh, letter uh, to God that I can, that I can muster some days. Um, I will talk about um, my, cause this is the uh, attitude adjustment meeting. So yesterday I was ready to throw a chair through, through a mirror. It's deeply rooted in body image. I tried to buy pants. I bought jeans. I bought jeans. Um, I have not, I've, I bought, two belts in the last three years. I got into the habit of wearing uh, uh, either uh, drawstring waists or, um, or suspenders with pants because my loose skin would cause it that I would need one belt uh, hole if I was sitting, a different one if I was standing, and a different one if I was gonna be walking around because the one that was okay for sitting was, uh, was too loose and my pants would fall down <clears throat> if I was standing. And if I start walking, then it would need even more like so so i needed to, to to have another belt so and it was just like that's ridiculous to have to like scroll through to like be opening and undoing my belt every time i stand up sit down or walk around is was ridiculous so i got into wearing wearing suspenders and <clears throat> and, and there's a practical you know sense for it and and, and it kind of works for me and there's some looks but it's but to feel like i have to makes me feel like I'm not a human being. Like, like, like how many people in the world can walk around wearing belts? I am, I'm gonna be part of the population who can't wear a belt. Um, so I try, I keep trying belts. I tried, tried belts with jeans and, and the shirt that I wore and tucked in trying to look sharp, nice for, for a casual Friday at work. And I was sweating. I was physically having palpable anxiety. And when somebody tried to interrupt me, I, I, when my roommate tried to interrupt me, I threw, tried to throw, I wound up considering like almost throwing my the chair through the, through the mirror. And, um, and I ultimately had to change it. Um, had to take off, take it off, put on a comfortable, loose search fitting top, and um, and a drawstring pants that I was confident that I was comfortable with the amount that they were going to feel like they were falling down all day. I've and that's my crazy. Thank you. And it's not. And 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 so in that moment, well, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda, right? How could I have done that better? Um, I could have paused uh, sooner because I did pause. I could have recognized, and this is from like from my my spiritual studies in in, in, in this program and, and in uh, in Kabbalah that my reaction is the real enemy, right? My reaction is the real problem, like, because I'm going to hurt myself more, right, than this thing, because this thing will go over. I, I ultimately, I changed my clothes. It took less than two to three minutes for me to change my clothes. I was late to work. And being even being late to work worked out because then I stayed late. I was able to sit and have my lunch comfortably. And, and you know, and, my, and when my supervisor was like, hey, why are you still here? I was like, because I was late and because I did these things. And they're like, those are three good reasons. And I was like, okay. Um, and then the question is, how can I see, um, 
after my realizing that my reaction is the real enemy, how can I see that the situation is a gift from the universe, is a gift from spirit? Um, that's hard. That is uh, hard AF uh, because because then I have to kind of think about doing that in like my recovery, right? Like how is my addiction a gift from from the universe, a gift from spirit? Um, and part of it is for me to make it that way. Uh, that's a lot of work. But um, but part of it is also like, what are the little gifts? And maybe the little gifts are, you know, when my sponsor says, look, if you are absent today, that's a win. Because I will pile up the to-do list of like what I think I can do in a day and like what success in a day looks like. And then and then like at the end of the day, if I'm like flipping out and I and I call my sponsor and I, or, or I text Bella's and they're like, yeah, yeah, but were you so but were you so food sober? Were you absent? And it's like, yeah. And they're like, then it was a great, then it was like like you're in the, the amusement park of life. Then like I'm I'm I like these are all things that are available because I've done that, because I did that work. And I my uh higher power, um, it was easier for me at one point in my life to ignore God's existence um than to admit that I felt that um my higher power was a uh, F and a hole and, uh, and interacting with him like that. Uh, yeah, my, my higher power, my higher power wants me to work more program. It will give me whatever I need to do that. Right. Either clues, little gentle. And I pray for these this time at times, like, can I have a gentle reminder? Can I have a, a, a and then it's like, Oh wait, then I see a gentle reminder and I'm like, Oh, is that a gentle reminder? Am I still going to assert my will over that anyway? Should I just take the gentle reminder? Can I grow my willingness to work this program without more pain? Because that is, pain seems to be the story of relapse. You know, like if, if my higher power, if it's hell or high water that I'm going to be working more program, if then my higher power will drive me into the depths of hell and pain that to, to shake me, to wake me up to, to doing that work. And, um, and part of the way I know that is, um, is that my higher power will do whatever it takes to get my attention. Um, because in, uh, September of 2017, I hit and killed a pedestrian with my car. And, and there are still lingering um, emotional and, 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 uh, and, and issues and effects. But those are also reminders that I get to do a better job taking care of myself, that it's a get to. Um, when I weigh and measure my food, it's a get to so that I know I ate enough. So I don't have to have my, my addict brain somewhere in the back of my head going, well, are you sure? No, no. Three meals, two abstinence snacks. Uh, optional snacks, and it's like, and those are those are things that are that are largely weighed and measured. So I don't have to sit there in the obsession. Um, so then, of course, after this recognizing the situation as a gift, um, asking the universe uh, to help uh, find the best proactive solution. What can I do? Right, that's a serenity prayer in a nutshell. Right, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change because there's just like I I cannot control hail. I don't control Haley's comet. I don't control the tides. I don't control. Uh, the traffic. Uh, I don't control my boss making a stupid uh, word, doing stupid wording in an email, so that so that you know a thousand people call in this week, you know, complaining that they thought that they were okay and now they're confused. And it's like, yeah, that's like makes more work for me, and I don't control it. But whatever, I'll deal. Um, but what can I do? Well, I can breathe a little more. I can remember that people want um, that in, especially in, the, in where I work now, people want a spiritual experience, and that I'm on some level, I can feel like I'm paid to to be more gentle and to be more present and to be kinder. Give me one second. That is not a predictable. I'm sorry about that. Okay. I think people are just, sorry about that. So where was I? Um, oh, I really wish I could have, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm just feeling very distracted right now. One minute. So thank you. One minute. Awesome. Okay. So a few little um, last things here. Um, 
there is no perfect way to work this program. If you're here, you're working it um, and you're working it excellently. Um, and this is where in your journey you're supposed to be. And that's okay. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm preaching that Wait, Sorry, I, when I do that, I, I do that the little hand puppet, right? As if I've got a sock puppet. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. You are oh, working this it. program perfectly and perfectly. Um, <laughs> and it's a, um, yeah, it's, it's me. Let me get off my, my high horse. Um, so the few things that came up this week in, in recovery, um, at times accepting what has been lost, um, time, relationships, patience, um, uh, some opportunities, some opportunities. I'm never going to play for the NBA or whatever. Um, and then get grow to grow to meet myself, um, where I am to love myself, um, and to trust that my higher power has my best intentions, best interest in mind. And, um, and if I don't like fire that higher power and go find one that does, that does have my best interest in mind. Um, and it's pretty uh, clear to me now that <laughs> my higher power doesn't want me to hurt myself, doesn't want me to hurt anyone else. And, um, and I can have a lot of the things I want in this life if I'm A, willing to work for them and B, willing to, to look at and to, to concern myself with how they are of service to others. You know, if I want to have a nice house and want to have, have you know, a nice car and have, and have a family and have a community around me, um, I can do that if it's going to be of service, if, if it's going to be, if it can be acts of like, you know, um, bringing joy to people's lives or, or healing or, or just being a support, being present. Um, and it doesn't have to be to prove that I, I don't have to prove that I'm anything one way or the other. And, uh, and if I could remember that in any moment of the day, um, you know, then it's, it's just, uh, you know, trusting the universe that, that I, you know, if I keep doing the part I can do. And stop trying to, trying to, you know, push, push mountains, you know, one grain of sand at a time. You know, I can lift up and carry one grain of sand at a time and, and the mountain will move, but, uh, but it'll take a while. So um, don't give up um, and, and, you know, keep coming back. Thank you.